It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. A great walk-off win capped by the Andrew Knapp single was a great way to send off this team to Colorado as they enter this three-game series in Denver. I thought it would be a good time to talk to the kid. One of the Eminem boys, as Joe Girardi likes to call him, Nick Maton, is going to join me right here on Pie and Tar for Breakfast. In the air to left field, going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home. Ball there, coming, coming down. down. What up? And welcome to another episode of Pie Talk for Breakfast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And third wheel, the roadmaster of the broadcast on the radio side with Scott Fransky, our playoff play guy, and Larry Anderson, who just decides to take off road trips these days. It's all good because yesterday, that's right, yesterday, the Phillies walked off the Giants. Andrew Knapp, a pine tar for breakfast podcaster guest with me. What a nay. And, and there's so many things that you could say. And I take a deep breath in saying that because it is a first month of the season. There's been so many highs, so many lows, and you're just going, oh, man, not not all year. And it won't. It won't. It's going to – it will even out at some point. This team will find its identity. It will find its health. I think, um, you know, when you go into a, a new series after Aaron Nola's 2 nothing complete game shutout, the first of his career, nine-inning shutout, um, I think we have to understand that what happened as far as the protocols and a couple guys going on the list, a couple coaches going on the list, uh, DD being hurt, you know, there's got to be some things that are sustained and, and the energy level we saw was so much better. And even in the losses was so much better. Um, the, the 10, six loss that, you know, having the four, nothing lead, there's so many good things that happened. There was obviously so many bad things, but at the same time, this team was able to capitalize the next day. And I think that is a, a huge sign. There's so many, so many times that we see the response being so, uh, a snowball effect into the negative, but what it takes sometimes is some, some added energy. And I think what Nick Maton and Mickey Moniak have started to show that, you know, right away they can play at this level. It's taken Mickey a, a couple games to get things going, but oh well, great. Takes a lot of guys. You want, I think, because of how slow the center field position has been and as far as getting offensive, you know, going offensively, um, you know, we were just hoping Mickey would come up right away and just be just lights out. It's not going to happen like that. So it's a patience thing and showing the patience, giving the opportunities to, I think Mickey responded, obviously, uh, base hit on Tuesday and gets an opportunity in, in his first at bat with runners on base and hits his first big league homer. But the guy that was the surprise was Nick Maton. It wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, like 
I say that because I, I mean, this is a guy that I was like, yeah, whatever on, on during spring training a couple of years ago to now this spring training going like, who is that? Because he looks different. He put on a lot more weight. He could handle the positions. He was physical at the plate, but it wasn't that. It was just like the confidence that he showed that I was like, this guy's going to be a dude. And I'm pumped that he is here. And again, like I said, it was a surprise to all of us because we didn't know that Didi was going down. I had asked for this guy at the beginning of the year based on what he had done at the, I would say the entire spring training. Nick Maton. Nick, what's up, dude? Nothing much. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to have you on here. Um, number one, you're a rookie. Uh, number two, <laughs> first rookie to ever make me wait So and dictate the time. It's all good. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you get this opportunity. Uh, I think last year being at the alternate site, it was on the radar. I mean, that, that, does that make kind of sense? Is that accurate? I mean, for you, like it, it, being in the big leagues was very real then. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with the alternate site was we were day in and day out facing people who were ready for the big leagues, if not have been in the big leagues for some time. So I think that kind of made me realize that it's it's a step like it's almost it's it's coming close yeah but yeah for sure the alternate site was a big stepping stone for me well i mean see, the way i look at it i'd seen you the last couple spring trainings and uh i was like yeah he's not ready yet but there's something there and and this is just being honest with you on it this year you came in and i'm like what the who the hell is this guy's gotten bigger <laughs> and, and and it was just there was something about a couple of your first takes in the batter's box. They were confident. They were, you know, you were just ready and you were locked in. And then the bat came through the zone and it was like, damn. All right. He's here. He's ready to go. <laughs> Is that Would that be accurate for you? Not saying that you, you didn't believe in yourself in those other spring trains. It's not what I'm saying. It's like, But th this year was so different for you uh, coming into spring training. Yeah, I, f I feel like confidence is a big thing, like you said. I mean, when you're playing with some confidence, the game just comes a lot easier and it's a lot, it comes a lot slower to you as well. Yeah. I mean, as far as taking, like you said, I, I worked on that a lot this offseason, seeing spin and, and working on that. And that helped me out a lot because I knew I was going to see a lot when I got up here. But yeah, another thing was the size. I mean, I got a little bigger this offseason. I was a little, a little too small, like frame wise, to be able to like compete with these guys I think last year but then this year I, I feel like I came in a lot more prepared and ready to go and I feel like it's worked out oh absolutely I mean just just seeing you in, at the plate it's just you're a man and you're six two so it was you're bound to get some weight on you on this one and it's it just like my like when I look at you and I and I know a little bit about your story um you you can rake you can field it at any position and you got an attitude the reason why i i love larry boa uh and he's one of my favorite human beings alive one of my favorite baseball people to be around and he and i clicked from day one since i met him uh years ago playing underneath him and and working with him he told me that i would love you and, and so i was like whatever you say i'll, I'll follow you know, Bo, and, and and sure enough, I mean everything that you do and the way I I, I approach watching games, um, you know whether it's spring training or not, I just I, I like guys that you know could play a different bunch of different positions, 
that battle that grinded out but your experience with Larry Boa how would you explain it well I feel like I feel like from day one he, he's always had his, his finger on me a little bit I mean like like it was in 2020 spring training I was I was eating lunch and he was like he was yelling around asking where I was and, and he said I was supposed to be out on the field and I was never told <laughs> I was supposed to be on the field so he yanked me out like mid meal to get out there to take ground balls but that's just been he, he's been on me since day one and I th- it's it's a good thing man he he loves to work and it's a good guy to have on your side and I mean he's helped me out a lot will you ever have Larry Boa carry your like bag or your glove out to the field just just to do it just just be like just to, that right there you're talking a little trash to him I wonder what his reaction would be. <laughs> trash to him? No, yeah. I don't talk trash. Come to him. on, Never. you gotta talk trash no. to Bo. He loves that. No, he's he'll give it right back to you. Oh, that, 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 oh of that course actually. he will. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. Um, from spring training, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, your first spring training to now, right? And like getting comfortable in a in a clubhouse, I always find it fascinating. Um, when you have big personalities, when you got big. Uh, superstar like guys um, in, in that clubhouse. I'll tell you mine. It's a little intimidating when you have Barry Bonds in your your clubhouse, right? You just you're you're trying to figure it out. You're like, damn, there he is, you know. And then you got yeah. Bryce. Yeah, not saying they're on. You know, Bryce has hit that Bonds level, but actually in superstardom around the world, he might have. So oh, yeah, you walk sure. in, and the way that he's accepted you, um, how, how's that been? Well, I feel like with people like that, you you grow up watching them and you want to be them, and then you get in here, you get in the same locker room with them and the clubhouse with them, and you, I mean, you want to, you know, you're a rookie and you want to stand your ground and you want to do everything right and you know not get anybody's way, but you also want to see what he's doing and and see why he is the way he is and how he's had so much success over his career, and you want to pick up on the things he does and. Just kind of following his footsteps. I mean, it's just awesome having a dude like that in the locker room. He's oh, just no doubt, a great dude. No doubt, and especially one that you know at some point is uh, going to pay for a meal or two. So you got to you just just stay close, stay close. Bryce will take care of you. You know, who were like, growing up in? You grew up in Illinois, right? Yeah, Cubs fan, White Sox fan, Cardinal Cardinals fan. fan. Actually, I was yeah. about. I see. I said I was a Cardinal <laughs> fan. I didn't want. I didn't want to go there. I didn't know. Uh, who was your favorite growing up? Who was your favorite player? I was a big Derek Jeter fan growing up, though. Oh, all right. Not a, not a, not a Cardinal, but... If you had uh, one Cardinal. Um, I mean, I grew up when Albert Pujols was going crazy. So, I mean, he, he, he would probably be my favorite. He was absolutely unreal. I, I, I asked that because... Um, and obviously, Albert, you never know. I was hope it, it was not saying I was hoping it was like Yachty or somewhere like that. It was like, man, the guy's still playing. Like you're yeah. you're in the big leagues. You're have you been able to sit back today and just be like, I'm in the big leagues here. My favorite <laughs> players growing up, you know, that I've seen. Uh, there's a few that are still playing. Like Albert Pools is still playing. You're in the same league. You're in, you are at the same level as him because you are that good. Have you realized that yet? Uh, I don't know if it's really sunk in. I mean, Joe, Joe pulled me aside that he said just on on my my debut, he's like, just step aside, take a few, take a few seconds, and just realize like everyone who who's helped you to get to this point, and how hard you worked to get to this point. But as as far as that, I mean, I just really haven't it hadn't really sunk in yet. But I mean, it's definitely a cool feeling. What I, what I love is that uh, 
you have a brother that plays in the big leagues, uh, in, in Phil. And I was like, for I, I think it was uh, Scott Fransky. I don't know if you've had a chance. He's the play-by-play guy on the radio side. He and I were talking about it either last spring or something. We're like, mate, Todd. I was like, oh, that's cool. He goes, yeah, I think I swear that he has to have a brother that's in the big leagues. <laughs> you know, we just saw him, and it was like, wait a minute, it is. And not only that, you're the second set of brothers on this team that are in the big leagues with Austin and Aranola and yourself and Phil. What, what does it oh, mean yeah. for you to share that distinction, not only with your teammate, but just with your brother? Um, I, th- I think it's really cool. I mean, I've always grown up just watching what, he's, uh, what he does and, and, you know, always tried to be like him. And now that we can both be playing at this level, it's just it's cool stuff. Reading up on uh, some of the stuff that Matt Gelb had written about you and, and, and Phil and Phil talking about how, you know, being postponed or delayed on uh, Monday night, he was able to watch you. And uh, it, it just like so. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to describe because I have a brother. I had a brother. He passed away years ago. Uh, and I remember, you know, he lived vicariously through me. He was older. Um, and I could just I, I could sense it through Phil. Like he's like, <laughs> you kind of get uh, you, the Gosman uh, front hip sinker. On one of your first, I think it was your first at bat. He just started laughing, and he's talking about that. I'm like, that's the same thing my brother would say. Would just be laughing, like, <laughs> didn't expect this. But I mean, like, you share something now, you know. Like, as a younger brother trying to attain what your older brother gets um, to do, uh, gratifying. Yeah. It definitely is because I mean, like when he he's been up there for a little bit now, and I always I love just every single night just checking in to see how he's doing, see what he's doing. And I mean, he was super super excited when I told him that I'm coming up, and I'm sure he'll do the same thing. I mean, it's just a cool thing going. I mean, I got a, I got a younger brother too. Who's, he's he at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, he got drafted out of high school too, and that'd be crazy if he could get up here too. Well, I mean. It'd be awesome if, like, he does it soon. So, I mean, like, you know, old man Phil, he's not retired by then, right? Because <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, at least talk a little <laughs> smack about your brother. Yeah, old man Phil. What a uh, guy. <laughs> but, I mean, like, okay, so first thing you get up in the big leagues, do you, do you check to see if we were playing, the Phillies were playing the Indians at all, or are you new? Uh, I think I actually – I don't think I did, but I think one of my family members did. I I, I knew we don't play them, do we? I'm no, sure no, we no. But yeah, I mean, like no, that would I be like the first thing I would check out. I'd be like, when do we go there? Yeah, no, I I would oh, I would talk so much smack. Oh, you got to God. face him and got and got a hit of him. But see, that's the thing is that like <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind when you got up here I was like, are they playing Cleveland? Because if if Phil and Nick get to face off before Aaron and Austin. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed, but I think it's going to be one of those moments where you're just like, because Aaron and, and, and Austin, I, I've been playing this up for a couple of years now. And, and when Austin gets healthy and catching for the Padres again, uh, when you guys go there, that's going to be unbelievable. I'm hoping Aaron buzzes them. That's all I care for. And I hope you shoot Phil when you get a chance to, to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be definitely a cool feeling to share the same field as him. Uh so this trip uh, is your first one as a big leaguer. Um, we're going to get into your first big league game in just a second. But uh, as a big leaguer, there's more amenities that you're you're now accustomed to, I guess. 
you're accustomed because it's your first one and you're like i want this all the time first trip what's it been like in your one day on the road um it's it's just i mean you can't really prepare for i mean it's just pretty cool i mean everything's just at, at your service and, and <laughs> i mean you're you're <laughs> you're pretty much just you don't really have to worry about anything let's put it that way plane flight was just fine for you oh yeah i've been on one of the i've been on one of those things before though so that yeah, wasn't, yeah but that like wasn't as a rookie now like full-on rookie like this is you could say that you've been on one but not as the rookie right so not as yeah, true, true. you know where you and mickey are are you know carrying around stuff for people uh did you did you accomplish everything all your your uh, goal you, you already know it. i was hauling everything right? oh my gosh Nicely i think i was done. taking taking harper's xbox to his room and his tv and everything like oh my gosh well tell him franny says that uh the next time you take it to this room just have him order you one with the <laughs> with, with his logo on it like it doesn't matter if it's his logo or not like it, they're sick he's unbelievable yeah. at, at doing that stuff so just be like hey man uh you know haven't got my meal money yet i was just wondering maybe paycheck <laughs> can you lend me one maybe buy me one i don't know See if it works. Yeah, maybe maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's a part of it, right? I mean, you haven't had to do these things in in minor league baseball. It's all been on the equal, right? As as everyone, and now you get to the big leagues, and it's not going to be like a whole lot of um, stuff that you're ever going to have to do. But like, I loved it. I loved knowing that I had to, you know, for our time, it was carrying every beer possible off the off the plane. Um, do you do you savor those? These moments right now, like early on, everything that you're doing, or are you pretty locked in at, at, you know, job at hand, knowing that you're in the big leagues, you want to stay here, you're going to do everything possible to do it. And whether it's that or not, it, you're just living it up. Well, I mean, I mean, I am living it up, but I mean, I know there's, I, I mean, I want to stay here. I mean, I want to, I got to keep on playing well. I got to keep doing what I have to do and put all the work in. I mean, it's, it's even harder to stay here than it is just getting up here. I mean, it's tough stuff, but as far as I mean, it's you gotta cherish every moment. I mean, you can't really look past the cool things that you're getting to do. You gotta be able to live it up. Now, did Phil tell you anything? Like, did he give you any heads up? Like, hey, man, you need to do this, this, and this. Just make sure. Um, no, not really. He's See, just, that's older brother status right there. Older brother's <laughs> gonna make you like just. He's not gonna let you in on all the details. That is. Yeah, he's just be ready. Be ready for the plane trip. He said, like, be ready for the the bus ride back to the hotel. Be ready for all that. I'm like, oh, you. Hey, be quiet over there. Come on. Well, at least you got Denver. Denver's your first one, so that's not bad. Mine was Milwaukee. I'm not going to say Milwaukee was that great. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you look at where you guys are headed after. And I, I was asking the uh, favorite player, favorite team growing up, because uh, where do you guys go? After uh, oh, after Denver, St. Louis, oh St. Louis, and, and what does that mean to you? I mean, whether or not you're from there, you're not, but that was your team. Like, does does it add anything to it? Um, I mean, I went to countless numbers of games growing up there. They were like an hour, it's like an hour away from where I nice. live, and it's just gonna be it's a crazy. Going... Ballpark too. <laughs> oh, it's awesome! <laughs> it's awesome. But I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool playing on the field that. I grew up going to games on, watching games, and seeing postseason games, and just it's, it's going to be crazy. Now, the question 
it, not knowing what the regulations are for the Cardinals in, in the state of Missouri and all that stuff, do you know, uh, will, will family be able to go? Um, yeah, I'm assuming family will be able to go right now. I mean, I haven't really talked about in depth with people I think I need to talk to, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, might, I you know, you might be like, Hey, uh, if there's a possibility I'm still here, which, okay, let's just get that out there. You're there. All right. Um, just kind of throw it to, you know, Jameson be like, Hey, what, what do I need to do? You might want to get on this. You know, that's kind of important. <laughs> yeah. You have a big yeah. deal. Might need to figure that out. Uh, going to your first game and you know you get i don't even know like it, what is the biggest memory is it going into the locker room in the clubhouse seeing number 29 was it going on the field for the first time for bp was it your first at bat what what is like the grandest memory i think my favorite was was um one of the cool ones was seeing my number getting getting out of old 67 because <laughs> I, I i had a tough little process with my number because last in 2020 i was 67 i had all my stuff like all my yeah. 67 on and everything and like and then like a day before spring training we signed uh we signed somebody and he got he had big league time so he got 67 and i was in i went from having a locker on the outside of the locker room to uh middle locker with number 90 in it i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy it went from and i get the, the biggest the highest number on the team so there's that but then you have the number that was passed around through all the other guys you know that's great yeah but then, <laughs> like seeing 29 was was pretty sick i like that but as far as coolest moment i think was getting up to the plate and, and hearing all the fans i mean it's it's pretty unreal you can't really prepare for anything like that and dude your first at bat uh you don't even swing at the first pitch what the hell were you thinking <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it was a good take i was like oh my oh. gosh <laughs> i've never heard anyone say that was a good take and to be honest with you i i locked up so bad on my first at bat that i i honestly i had no swing but people are like how didn't she swing i was like i like, i didn't remember anything <laughs> Yeah, that guy, good lord, that guy's splitter was unreal. But And the fact is, like, they knew it, too. So you took that first pitch split, and you're going, mm-hmm, my bad, right? And you're you're, uh, you're locked in then, right? I mean, it just feels. Yeah. I, won't, I won't give myself that much credit. It was, it was a fastball. I wasn't a splitter. Was it a split? I, I, I thought it was I a split. I no, I wouldn't have taken that first pitch splitter. <laughs> oh, you've been swinging over top. But anyway, uh, you, you get Kevin Gosman, you know that basically it's two pitches. That's all you're going to see. I mean, that's it, it's fastball split. You have he'll throw the random slider, he'll throw the random changeup. But you're like, you're so dialed in on all the, all the stuff, and you lock up the first pitch, and you're like, great take, great take. What, what's going <laughs> like? Point, what's Nick. going through your mind on that? No, it's like oh, you saw that pretty well. Like get the next one, don't miss it. <laughs> And then you get your first knock, uh, a couple of bats into it. Um, what do you remember about that? Um, well, I remember, uh, well, actually, after I got the hit, I was talking to one of the umpires, and he was like, he was like, yeah, don't take those for granted, man. You're going to line out a lot. And then my next at bat, I just squared one up right at, right at Crawford. I'm like, that yeah, you picked the wrong Crawford. dude to go at. You know he's got gold. <laughs> yeah. You, you could have picked Estella at second. You've been in just fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and when you, I don't know, it's just how many, 
how many text messages like i i love this this is my favorite part about like doing our job now but it was my favorite part playing was when guys made their debuts uh and you come in you're like how many text messages you get <laughs> well i can't even put i mean, can't even put a number like there's still messages in there i can't i just can't have responded to anybody i'm trying to take the off day to respond to everybody dude that's but, what i'm talking about i had a motorola like flip phone so my thing stopped at like a 250 so we're good yeah iphones yeah, they just continue on it's <laughs> unbelievable but it's like and then like not even counting social media and everything oh that's right now i mean like followers did you check followers did you get like a thousand two thousand Ten thousand more followers. I don't even. I don't even know. Like it's it's un, it's unbelievable. I can't even answer everything. Can't even look through everything. If I have advice for a uh, young player, it's just don't care about the likes. Play ball. Some people oh, yeah. get wrapped up in the likes, and you know, it's just not in the in the mentions. It's not all that great all the time. Oh, definitely <laughs> so, yeah. hey, you know, and <laughs> Nick talking about like you know your first couple games and. uh just not only how well you play, but just what you ha- how you handle yourself defensively. You get to yesterday, um, three knocks, one that I still think should be a triple, uh, you know, an RBI, and you're looking at it, you're going, like, the, uh, did you come in and be like, Joe, man, I want that triple? Did you say that at all? <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. Why not? Did really, you think really... it? You thought it, right? Well, I thought I thought it was gonna be one, but then I looked up and I didn't. I don't remember any other errors on their team, so I was like, "Dang, they really they did me like that." Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so, like, just just in general, just being able to uh, be a huge part of um, what went on as far as the comeback or being up, they came back and you guys had to come back, but you were a huge part of that. Uh, what do you take out of it? Like the, just in general, the the first three games, you got to see a lot of. I'm not going to say weirdness, but you got to see a lot of what's happened over uh, the last year, year and a half. Yeah, I think I think it's just cool to be able to contribute. I mean, it's it's one thing being here, and it's another thing to actually be here and be a part and actually help them do stuff. I mean, it's just it's just a good time, good time playing with these guys. Did you think that Bryce uh, killed somebody in the outfield yesterday on that homer? Yeah, I, mean, I thought I went that, through that, the guy. That dude's a different animal, man. He is unreal. Like right unreal. when he hit it, I mean, you you have to be thinking to yourself like, dang that, holy cow! Like it's just good stuff, man. He just and his takes too. He just doesn't even flinch on some pitches. It's just unreal. It's like, how do you do that, man? Teach me. All right, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple uh, trivia questions here for you. It's about your. It's about your number. It's about your number. Um. You know, have, do you do you like you know uniform numbers? You like what they mean or or, or whatnot? Like who's worn them? Um, I I'm probably not going to be the best at this, but all right, I'm gonna, I'm going to test you out. You gotta you gotta you gotta at least figure it out here. Uh, I always like to look. I always like to to know who wore um my number um when I played here and or anywhere wherever it may be. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you. See if you knew any of these guys. Uh, did you know that Chuck Klein wore your number? No, I did not. He's an all-time great, Phil. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Darren Dalton wore 29. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that one either. All right. Uh, did you know that John Cruck wore it from 91 to 94? I did know that. I knew that one. All right. Jimmy Rollins wore That's number... the one I, 
that's the one I was going to – I knew that one. I knew that one. He wore that when he debuted, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, the great yeah. Gary Maddox wore it. Um, I didn't know that one. And you had a couple other guys. Uh, Raul Abanez wore 29. Really? So what you're what, when I say that, like, I, I just like to hear your – just what the way you were spotted right there was perfect because those are Philly's greats that that came through here and you're wearing that same number what does that mean it's just I mean it's it's cool stuff to be able to like carry on the tradition I mean like put on that jersey and, and realize how many people have have worn it and, and been in this game for this organization and it's just surreal to be able to continue it on I'm going to try to find Cleveland because I think your brother, does he wear like 88 or something like that? 88. He got 88 in his first spring training and never got rid of it. Well, see, that's okay. I mean, most people want to go lower, but I mean, I, <laughs> I, I understand. I totally get it. I, I What was I? Number, for, I was 82, 80, 82 and 79. Those are my two first numbers in, in camp. I could not wait to get something lower. Um, yeah. But I mean, like that, when you see those names, like John Cruck and Jimmy Rollins and Darren Dalton, like, Dutch wore that number. Ah, man. That gives me like goosebumps thinking about the number yeah. that you wore. I wore 28. It's, you know, next great one to wear it was Alec Bohm. I mean, it's it's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's cool stuff. It's it's crazy stuff. Um, any, you know, when when you look at uh, people throughout the, the, the Phillies organization that's helped you get to this point, and not only that, you could go back to college, high school, whatever, but when you look in the Phillies organization, who do you look at and say – you know, like truly a, a huge thank you to. I think one of the one of the biggest ones is Marty Malloy. I mean, he's my manager and and uh, low A and high A, and now he's the infield coordinator, and he's done a lot of work with me. I mean, he he's he's worked with me a ton. He's always believed in, believed in me, and he's just a good dude, solid guy. What about peace? Peace a part of it? <laughs> Andy Abad. <laughs> You yeah, know that no, he'll challenge me to say peace during a game. Like, dude, nice peace. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. I mean, he hasn't. He, he's. He's a good. I mean, he's always around. He's always cracking jokes. He's always messing with people. But I'm not an outfielder, sadly, so I don't really get to work with him too much. Yeah, he's the man, though. So I always gotta throw yeah. him out there. But all right, so Phil Maton, uh, 2019 to 221. Uh, he's worn 88. Josh Altman wore 88, and Renee Gonzalez for the Indians has has worn 88. Um, that's really not a cool list. That didn't give me goosebumps at all. <laughs> so you could tell them that. I mean, there's, I think, uh, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16 guys in major league history. 16 guys have worn 88. Really? That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, my favorite college player of all time went to Stanford. His name was Paul Carey played for the Baltimore Orioles for like a season. He wore 88, uh, Kyle blanks. Probably the largest 88 to be out there. He was uh, about this, probably like almost twice the size of Aaron Judge, like height and weight. So um, you got that. And Albert Bell, Albert Bell Wart. So he's in good company. I mean, it's just not that cool. <laughs> hey, you just want to be separate from everybody. I know. Little brother got 29, and 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 that's going to do it. So, uh, Nick, I appreciate you coming on Pytar for breakfast, and uh, I cannot wait to watch you in the series upcoming the next series after that and however it may take you enjoy thank you appreciate it thanks for having me all right buddy just awesome having nick maton join me right here on pine tar for breakfast the kid has a quality about him that is um 
pretty awesome. You can't pinpoint it. You know why? Because it's it might be the it factor, but it's something there that is uh, the confidence that he shows, his ability in the field, and and being able to play shortstop at it. You know, we saw Scott Kingery do it a couple years ago. Um, who had never really had done it, but he had worked, 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 and made himself into a shortstop. Does that mean this is long-term for Nick? No, but having that ability to have a a not only a good utility, a great utility player, uh, let alone have the opportunity to win a job, to do something during this time, uh, with the unknown of how long Gene Segura will be out, um, this is this is fantastic for Nick Maton, his family, uh, his career, um, and so let's just enjoy it and, and hope that uh, he continues to play the way he is, uh, the way he's been playing, and just bringing that energy that he has shown. And it's been it's been great. So another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I am absolutely honored that you have chosen this one, listened to it, responded to it, and hit me up on Twitter, at Kevin Franzen. Until next time, peace. Hey!